It's a building which dominates the centre of Portobello. It's been there for over a hundred years, part of a promise made as Edinburgh expanded to the northeast and Porty lost its independence. It was to be used as a place to hold public meetings, as well as being a theatre. But in recent years the council has shown little interest. In fact, as we'll hear, it's currently and rather bizarrely run as part of the city's library department. However, Portobello has a reputation for community action, and as a result, there's a lot of expertise which could be brought to bear, and indeed allow the community to take over control of the whole. A group has been set up, which intends to submit a proposal shortly. It includes the finance directors of both Action Porty, which runs Belfield, and the Wash House. I started by asking Jennifer Elliott of Action Porty about the thinking behind the bid. The thinking behind getting this group together is tapping into a frustration that the, the town hall had closed suddenly and there's a real feeling of loss there. And if it's not channelled, that loss and frustration will dissipate and come to nothing. So we wanted to harness that and turn it into something that can channel the energies of the community. Now, what has happened is you've already started by putting up a Facebook page which quite a number of people have actually contributed to. Or even before that there was, I can't remember which came first, the Facebook page or the meeting here in August. That's summer, in Belfield. In Belfield. That was coordinated by Justin who's an Action Party member but also by the councillors. Mary Campbell and Maureen were definitely involved and I think Kate Campbell as well got people into this room and said okay the building's closing, what might we do? and they had some information on the Facebook page, they had a, an email address. They then got some community groups up to the council. Now they being, I think, Mary and Maureen mainly, but they got some community groups up to the council to talk to the facilities manager, Peter Watton, who had been at this meeting because he was announcing they were going to have to put the building up for lease, that they no longer had funds that they could spend on the town hall. The town hall was costing the council more than it was bringing in. There were bills building up for the, the physical condition of the, the building. Unless they stopped and had a change, they couldn't continue as they were. Now so. that raises a very big question for a community group because the money that's going to take to make that building safe, before you even start thinking about letting it out, that's going to be quite a lot. Yep, we've seen the reports and over the next three years it is looking uh, about a million pounds, which is a bonkers amount for a community group and it's a bonkers amount for Action Porty to consider. So we're not saying we're going to fix that. We're saying we'll take the community requirements forward. We will use the expertise of the people in the group to run buildings, to apply for grants, to work with other groups, to see how that might be fixed. But if the funds can't be found... I guess the town hall doesn't open, but we want to make sure that there's people working hard, channeling energies to make that happen. We have a suspicion as well that the full million pound is not all necessary straight away. In fact, it's staggered over three years in the report. So can we look at it? Can we do it in different ways? What would be needed to actually open the building? Maybe in the way that Belfield is run, that we opened it, because you've got to keep the building alive and heated and, and active. And at the moment, the town hall's looking sad. Very sad, and if it goes through a winter with no heating or minimal heating on, a building quickly gets worse. So we have to stop that 
that side of things. But can we get it open and use the space we have to develop a five-year plan, to develop a 25-year plan and to have a, an all-singing, all-dancing facility? But right now, how do you get it up and usable? I'm also joined by Jane Saywell from the Wash House. Yes. Now, the Wash House is a council-owned property, and you have been going through quite a significant improvement in recent months. Right. So you have the experience of actually watching the kind of this kind of thing actually in action. We do. We do have the experience. The Wash House has a, a long history of being operationally run by its management committee, although it's a council-owned building. So the management committee do the day-to-day running of the space, although we do rely on council staff for the booking. We have part-time council support for that. What we've been doing recently, and what our chair has been doing in particular, has been pushing forward a refurbishment programme to really bring life back into the wash house and, and highlight its history and make it a much more warm and inviting place to be. What we've not been doing is, is the, the big capital spends, making any sort of serious refurbishments to the external structure. Yeah, but the last time I was in there, I was looking quite tired. So, so we're, we're slowly making our way through it. We're about to put a new floor in, actually, which is very exciting. Uh, and it's been painted, and it's just much fresher and much brighter and a much better space than it was. It feels warm when you walk in at the moment, which is lovely. So, yes, we do bring that experience of running a community space and getting the best out of what we've got, I would say, is the best way to put it. What we don't have and what we're going to have to ask the community to provide or get ourselves externally and bring in is project management to the scale we're talking about for the town hall. You just think of the sheer size of the town hall. I mean, that is, it is a massive building. It is. It's huge. It's wonderful. It's a fantastic space. It could hold the kind of venues that neither Belfield nor the kind of um, concerts and such like that neither Belfield nor the Walsh House could. It's got and it's a fantastic history and it's beautiful inside. So we're not ready to let it go without a fight. But I'm not sure what the answer is yet to solving that big one million pound conundrum. Yeah, certainly when I first arrived in Portobello 15, 16 years ago, it was being used for Norway Day, for example. It was being used for weddings by the Asian community. It was being used, well, until last year, it was still being used by Morag Phillips Dance Academy. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of interest in, in using this building. There is, and my recent experience, my, my son was going to Highland Fling, so you go past, you see the kickboxing, but often it feels a little bit like it's not off Portobello. People might come from outside, and that's great. But the main thing that the, the town hall lacked was someone, a group championing it, a group that promoted it and cared for the building and made it easy to book the place, made it easy to get into the place, made it welcoming. And so, perhaps actually advertised it better to visiting acts, for example. As my understanding, it's not been promoted with a business development angle. I don't think the council, for any of their properties in that way, were approaching groups to hire them. I think they took bookings if they came in. I think it was held within the libraries department and there was no dedicated development staff to actually go out and seeking those bookings. So the bookings they got were people that proactively came to them, made the way through the very tricky booking system and negotiated the various rules to get into this building. It wasn't an easy task to book the town hall for the last 10 years. And yet I could also say from the Belfield side is we haven't advertised Belfield. We don't have a development manager, but I have been amazed by the kind of bookings we have and I have definitely seen if you build a space and open it, they will come and you'll have no idea 
you'll have some idea of what you're looking for, but we didn't know we were going to have dog training and Spanish classes or baby massage and youth theatre and Pilates and conferences. And we knew there'd be the weddings and the, the birthdays, but they all come and people will fill the space. So I don't think there's a lack of demand from my experience in Belfield. What Belfield struggles with is the, the noisier, bigger events, which the town hall is perfect for. So what next? Right, well, next, next, we're on the cusp of coming out to the community. The next thing we're going to do over the next six weeks, would you say, is really come out, ask for help. We're going to run consultations, public consultations, drop-ins. We're going to use the library. We're going to use the washhouse. We're going to spend the next weeks talking, having a conversation with the community, working out what do you want, how can you help, how do you want to help. I think the only way that this group is legitimate is if we reflect community voices, listen to the community voices, be accessible to the community. And Belfield have experience in that. It may mean that you take all the voices in and it's impossible to do everything that's asked, but the group will work through the ideas, will hear a good idea that comes in and channel those energies. We'll get a name for the project, a working name for the project, in the way that Wash House and Belfield are referred to. Maybe it'll be the town hall, but maybe there's something in that space but we'll get a group together possibly a company that can put forward the the response we have gone to the council and said we will be putting forward a bid we hope to do that within the next couple of months jane and i have worked on a financial model based on what we know as treasurers of our respective organizations we've had people talk to us about the things they want to do We'll build that piece, we'll talk to the council about what's possible, we'll build a list of the jobs that need to be done, we'll be applying for funds in conjunction with what the other two organisations are doing and try and make this feasible. If you want to become involved, look for the Save Porty Town Hall page on Facebook or email portytownhall at gmail.com.